what's it like for you as a coach and the team dynamic to have the oldest player in college basketball? Yeah, I mean, it's an unbelievable luxury for us. Um, Spence is a, such an incredible leader and most exciting has been the chance to watch him grow you know we, we've man I tried to recruit him and he told me no so I don't know what that is seven years ago maybe and um it's the best thing about college sports is watching young men grow. And, you know, it's it's not the amount of time that Spence has been here or his age is what he's done with his time. I mean, this dude's uh, dedicated two years of his life to go serve people um, on his own dime. He um, he is, you know, got his commercial and private real estate license already, and he's fully uh, squarely a, a working towards his career right now, like in the beginnings of his actual career. Um, and he's doing incredible things on the basketball court for us. So he is um, he's using his time really, really well. He hasn't wasted a second of it. And, and he's going to come out of college in a place where very few of us have the opportunity to come out, which is like um, he's going to be a husband and a father and have a full ongoing career. And um, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty exciting. What's the biggest challenge of keeping this team uh, improving every day now that the national spotlight is starting to kind of shift on them? Um, I, I, you know, I think distractions are always just distractions. Winning is distractions, losing is distractions, time is distractions, weather is a distraction, it's all distractions. I do think we have a built-in advantage. We have guys that are pretty centered and grounded, and so I expect us to, you know, keep trying to get better. We're, we know we're barely into the infancy stage of the season, and we know what this season is going to bring, which is, it's going to, we're going to get punched in the face multiple times, and and um, and you know we're, we're approaching the season incredibly humbly. Um, we, you know, we're going to go through a stretch in the Big Twelve where we play every single night as a top twenty-five team, every single one, right? And and um, and so. You know, we get we get the challenge we're facing, and we we have some desperation to get better. We got to get a lot better if we're going to be able to compete. What's the likelihood Foose is back in non-conference play? I'm super hopeful, but it just is. You know, with an injury like this, it's kind of like day to day and see how it goes, like see how it feels. Um, you know, we'll spend a lot of time praying, and and uh, he'll spend a lot of time trying to heal. And you know, he's a really important part of this team, clearly. Um, and we've got really spoiled functioning with him on the floor. You know, I've got really spoiled for two years and and a month, and since since I haven't had him on the floor, so um, we're hoping he gets back soon. Is Khalifa good to go for Friday? I know, I mean, it was kind of probably surprised he was going to give yeah. it last week, but is he? Yeah, we ru- we rushed him back a little bit. You know, he's just got a, a strength disparity in his in his two quads. It makes us nervous with this knee, and. Um, so we were trying to hold him out as long as we could to give him as much time as he could to continue strengthening that. He's done an unbelievable job getting in shape, and um, and so we're you know now we we don't really have any other alternatives. Like we have to use him. I think he's excited about it, and and um, it's probably a little quicker than I would have chosen a perfect world. But he also gives us some new dynamics and ways to try and grow, and it comes with some other challenges too. So mentioned that some of the guys were him for his age. I'm curious. I'm just curious, like, if there's any appropriate quips that you can share from that some of the younger players give to him. Well, I think the guys were pretty excited when we found, we didn't know he was the oldest player in college basketball. Tyson, did you make an announcement for us? I can't remember. Um, but it's just, you know, it's a locker room of healthy places where everybody, it's, it's open, 
you know, for everybody to speak freely and tease each other. And uh, fortunately, Spence has been through everything. Like he's been through everything. So um, I think he's Im- I think he's embracing this opportunity to really lead a team. I mean, he's the lone super senior on this team, and and um, and. Uh, I think he's worked, you know, he's come a long way since his first training camp here where he sat out almost the, the entire training camp and was really struggling to to now where he is just the consummate um, leader on this team. And I, I, just, I don't know, I, I love it because in, in, a, in, in college you don't get to see guys um, – for as long as we've got to see Spence and you don't get to see him grow kind of from beginning to a really really finished product like he is and so it's actually a beautiful thing I wish I wish we had more guys that could do that Leader, like leadership and like development are kind of like two huge mm-hmm. words you hear in sports I'm yeah. curious like with somebody as <clears throat> as mature as, um, as Spencer is mm-hmm. and kind of like the ways that you've alluded to that being an asset yeah. to the team what are some of like the smaller in between veteran things uh-huh. that he gives you day-to-day on the court off the court that really exemplify that about him yeah so he he does it with his play first of all like he's so he's so solid defensively he's he's um he's so like on point with his assignments all the time um he's grown you know he's the 13th best three-point shooter in the country last year but he's grown in his playmaking abilities in the top you know he's he's nationally ranked right now in terms of assist rate and that's been a new that's been a growing process for him so he's doing it with his his play, but even more importantly, he's just he's just kind of got this veteran feel like, yep, I'm not too stressed about A, B, or C because I've seen it all before, right? Um, you know, you're in the game and we start out poorly, and Spencer's like, everyone just relax, like we've been here before, we've done this before, or things are going really easy, and Spencer's like, hey, don't get too high, like we have. You know, we got a ton of work ahead of us, and um, that's the one of the beautiful things that come with a veteran guy. Is he's just, he just is not kind of being blown in the wind like most of the young guys are, um, kind of riding the waves of all the public emotion. They kind of understand like what a season it is, and it's full of challenges and victories. And he kind of rides that wave really well. Mark, what did you learn most about your team at NC State when? Um, I think I was proud of our guys. You know, um, it was the second time this season where we kind of were like a little bit stuck um, in the in the second half. Uh, you know, around the six or eight minute mark uh, against San Diego State, we were kind of like stuck a little bit, and and um, our guys stayed really focused. Um, they didn't get distracted by the game. And I felt like they didn't really get distracted by the game um, with North Carolina State. I felt like they were just like, next play, next play, next play, next play. Let's go, you know, next play. And we'll kind of figure this out. We were super shaky to start the game. And, and you know, we kind of gave them an early 10-point lead, 12-point lead. And the guys were like, okay. So, yeah, this is not great, but let's move on to the next play. And and that is going to be a, like a ridiculously important skill set for us this year. Like we're going to... This is going to be really hard, and so we got to we got to move on to the next play. And I think we have a group that's that's in a pretty good spot that's able to do that as maybe as well as anybody. Spencer touched on the disruptiveness of the defense. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, the last two games there was some frustration, opposing frustration, mm-hmm. some skirmishes there. Mm-hmm. What is it about your defense that gets under opponent's skin like that? Um, I think one is just competitive, right? Um, this was a you know. Um, 
I think you know I think the Arizona State and North Carolina State games probably had different dynamics. I think um, I think that you know Arizona State was just so frustrated, partly because of us and partly because of them. They just had a, such a terrible shooting night. They just couldn't buy a basket, and I think that breeds all kind of frustration. And um, certainly the point spread and all those things are frustrating. Um, and then North Carolina State was a was a game like it was two undefeated teams. And there's something where you're rolling around undefeated four or five or six games in the season where, you know, you you just like there's a ton of fight, right? There's a ton of fight to keep that kind of perfect mark going, and and um, and you know the, the, it was a there was a really nice cadence to the game where it was kind of a like a puncher's game, uh, just back and forth and back and forth, and um, and it's high stakes, you know. It, it was kind of like the. You know, these MTEs are kind of the end of the first fifth of the season, right? So your first 20% of the season, and it's kind of like, how are you going to finish it out? And I think that mattered to both teams. And so it was super competitive. Um, I think that we're, you know, we play a really aggressive style of play offensively for sure. I think defensively um, we're trying to be uh, really dialed in together and, and cause some frustration, not just with changing defenses, but being really solid and, and um you know, it's it's teams fighting it out. It's great. You're nine days away from a fairly big game. Is it hard not to glance ahead? How can these guys focused in the meantime with two games? Um, I wish we were good enough to like worry about you know Baylor or Kansas State or Kansas, right? But we got Fresno State. It's a really good team and. We're, we, we, we're going to have our hands full, and, and that's one of the great strengths of this team is I think our guys can can stay focused on that. You know, it's it's not hard to look around and see all the stuff that happens in college basketball every day, right? And so we know if we don't come and perform our best and, and we're not playing on our toes, that um, the, the night can get really, really hard. And so... Um, we, we, we got to go find a way to win Friday. And that's actually a fun way to live. Like, I, I don't know why anybody would want to live any other way. Um, these games are awesome. And like I said, this deal is, is going to be massively challenging on Friday, and we got to go find a way to do it. Is Tiggy back for Friday? Tiggy is back. Yep, yep, he's back. One more. In terms of the scout and game prep, you have a couple of additional coaches, Colin and, and uh, some other staff yeah. members. How has that maybe changed the way that you approach game prep? Yeah, so um, uh, Coach Finnell is in charge of all of our game prep and assigning it out. So um, we got, we're kind of double teaming every scout right now. Um, Cahill's taken half of them uh, on his own, and then he's distributed the others. And I, I think we're doing it better than we have before. I think, um, you know, we, I don't know if you guys had a chance to walk in our offices, but we tore down all the walls. And it used to feel super siloed, which was a little bit of an, you know, an example of kind of how it felt sometimes. And now it's just like, there's nowhere you can go where you can't see each other. In fact, Coach Finnell actually changed his office because where he was, like if I looked up from my desk, I was looking straight at him, looking up from his desk, he's like, I can't take the pressure. So, but but I think we're doing this really community wide, and we need to. Like, you know, we don't we don't have a ton of room for error. Um, you know, we have a good team, and we have some sp spaces that are real strengths for us. But we're not, you know, we're not an overwhelming group. Um, we can overwhelm people with our group, but we are not overwhelming individuals. And so, you know, we we need to do this collectively. Our guys need to do a five on three 
every space in this game where they can be five on three. We need to do it there. And our staff is the same. Like, we, we got to do this as a community group. So um, so it is helping to have some extra bodies because we have really talented assistant coaches and, and we have really talented GAs. And, and I like our staff now a, a lot right now and, and we need each other.